Welcome to the Soul Ties Podcast with love and life coach Dale Lawrence, helping you detox from toxic relationships. Well, 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 when it's cold outside, you can always depend on the Soul Ties Podcast. Back at it again, it is the love and life coach, Dale Lawrence, with my partner in purpose, the great, the people's bishop. The people's bishop. Bishop Kevin Foreman with 83,000 Instagram followers, killing, <laughs> killing the real game right now. <laughs> Working on it, working on it. How are you today, sir? You know what? I'm amazing. It's an amazing day in Denver as we are in this brand new month. The month is uncharacteristically warm, and the weather is, and I believe, I'm just going to go. I look, I just, I know we got a topic, but I'm just going to jump right in on something because I think this is prophetic for everybody watching. The, the, you've got several things happening. One, you've got weather uncharacteristically warm. Number two, you've got volcanoes erupting. Number three, you have first happening in American government where you're having the first African-American man to lead a one of the major parties in the nation. I'm saying all that to say um, we are in this year where we started out talking about how this would be a weird year. Yeah. Uncanny, unusual, unorthodox. Um, all of that is happening. It's just I believe that means that God has saved his best for last for everybody listening right now. His best is going to happen in this December. Man, come on, man. And that was a great way to go into our topic today is how to end relationships strong. How to end relationships strong. Yeah, like like with a, with a year like we've been having, right? And it being weird, like you said at the top of the year. A lot of people have figured out, man, a lot of friends are not really friends. Uh, a right. lot of marriages have not, you know, I, I counsel a couple of people that are ending their marriages this year, uh, sure. going, going into something new. Uh, relationships are not what people thought they were. Uh, I think I think, I think, think this episode, we really need to di- dissect the transition and help our listeners navigate how to in and leave toxic relationships, broken relationships, relationships that they thought was something and ended up being something different. How do they end those the correct way and then go into 23 with no baggage, no residue from the former year? W-O-W.com. Wow. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) I think that's really good. I, I think, you know, one of the first things I, I think that's so important is a, recogni- a recognition, excuse me, that, um, you know, for an individual that, you know, a, a person may be a great person and just may not be a great fit for your life. And so many times when you talk about ending a relationship, people think that that means you have to, two things happen. One, some people won't end relationships that need to end. Because they said, well, so-and-so is a great person. Well, but that doesn't mean they're a great fit. Um, you know, um, you like hibachi, right? Wouldn't it be weird if somebody brought you some breadsticks and a couple slices of pizza at the hibachi grill? Like, <laughs> it, would, it doesn't it fit. 
right? And so now some people, but this is good pizza. Yeah, but it doesn't fit. So, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes people won't do what's necessary because I said, well, this is not a bad person, right? But they may just not be, you all may not be a fit. How do you know you're not a fit? Because you all aren't building one another. You're not encouraging one another. You're not strengthening one another. Instead of you all leaving one another's presence better, you leave one another's presence weakened. And so, one, recognize that it doesn't have to mean that they're a bad person or that you have to attack them as a person, right? Um, there can be happy endings, and, and I don't mean that as a double entendre. There can be happy endings. Like, it doesn't have to be this negative, you know, mean, mad, detrimental type of thing. It doesn't have to be that. There can just simply be a happy ending that simply says, all right, this is, you know, this is, this is, this is what's going on, and this is not necessarily a great, a great fit. So I would say, one, recognize it can be a happy ending. You don't have to attack them because they weren't a fit for you. Mm. What say you? Mm. It can be a happy ending. You know what? I think that's very that 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 kind of goes with your whole spiritual ma- maturity, your last month's theme at Harvest, because it takes a mature person to walk away from any relationship, because usually people feel like I w- I invested so much, and uh, I feel like I've wasted my time, or I'm walking away from a major mm-hmm. investment. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. So it, it really it really takes a mature person, a mature person, to really you know understand that no. This can be a happy ending. That we can walk Correct. away and still be respectful. We can still be Correct. friends. We can, st- or Correct. or we don't have to be friends, but we can be cordial. But we just Correct. we just mature enough to understand that hey, it didn't work. Uh, it, nope. You know, it didn't work. It's not my fault. Not your fault. It just wasn't a fit. Right, and and and, and I think what I love about what you just said is investment you know when i do marriage counseling and I'll, I'll let i'll let the listeners in on this secret is that whenever i do uh, marriage counseling i ask, i start with that question what is what is your desired outcome and why and there's one answer that tells me when a relationship's over and they're the only ones that don't know it is when i get an answer like we put so much into this it's over and here's why because the love is for the investment, not for the individual. The love is for the investment, not, not the, the individual. individual. Oh, no, you got to break that one down. Come on. Oh, let's go into it. So, so when a person, when a person's reason for why they want a relationship to work, we put so much time into this. You know, we've been together for this long. We got this. We got kids. We got this. We got that. When it is all of those different reasons that that's why you want that relationship to succeed or continue and it's not the individual that relationship is over because what you're attached to is your investment and you really it's not that you love them you just don't want to feel like you lost you just don't want to feel like you're failure and non-fits aren't failures it's a non-fit again i go back to pizza at the hibachi grill the pizza's good. It just don't match, you know, rice and that little sauce they give you, which I don't know what's in that little sauce. <laughs> it looks like Thousand Island. 
um, it doesn't match steak. It doesn't match chicken. It just doesn't match vegetables. It just doesn't match. <clears throat> but the pizza's good. Whenever a person's love is for the investment instead of the individual, that relationship is over. It's over. And they just don't know it yet. Period. Yeah. Point blank, bottom line. There is no future to that. And the reason there's no future to that is because it's impossible for there to be a future in something where really what you don't want to do is lose on your investment. And let's go ahead and deal with that. Here's what everybody needs to know. Ephesians 6, 8. No one has the ability to make you lose on any investment ever. You've never lost anything. You have sown everything. You've never lost one minute of time. You've never lost love. You've never lost money. You've yeah. never lost... Let, let's turn that upside down. Right. Ephesians 6 says, knowing that whatever good, 6 and 8 says, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same, here's the line, from the Lord. Mm. Which means you, you may never, I may sow it in A, but I may reap it in Z. I may sow it in Denver, but I'll reap it in Atlanta. You, you're not necessarily going to reap where you sow, but you will reap what you sow. Come on here. Wow. Good stuff. Right? So you don't, people can, you can get over this thing. Well, I, you know, I, I put so much into it. Okay, well, maybe you were investing into who's going to be your next, and your next won't need all of that because you're going to reap it in your next. That will shout me today. Man. You're going to reap it in someone else. Like, oh, man, I don't want to. A lot of people stay in relationships. I don't want to have to go through all this again. I don't want to have to learn a new person. I don't want to. So you'd rather stay miserable than I'll say this line, and this can take it to our second point, <clears throat> which is. For many people, they overvalue what they have and undervalue what they could accomplish if they change. Yeah. 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 So you, you literally, you, you will take dysfunction because at least you know what to expect from dysfunction opposed to reaching to something functional. Man, that's so good. That's so good. When, when, when you think about uh, going into the new year, right? Um, Drake had said this famous quote one, one time before, no new friends. How do you feel about that? Do you feel, I mean, you know, when you're stepping into a new year, stepping into newness, uh, do you feel like, hey, no, I should just ride with the guys and the girls that have been down with me since my day ones? Or do you feel like, uh, well, maybe I should expand and, and let people in, new people in my life, uh, for because that may can match where I'm going? What say you, sir? <clears throat> Great point. I, I think this. Um, relationships are doors into the future. So if you keep your existing relationships, then you open no new doors. Doesn't mean your existing relationships are bad. It just means you have to be open to new doors. Now, here's the real question. Where do I place new people at? Right? Jesus, who's perfect, had 12 staffers. They worked for him. Right. Three of those staffers he could deal with and he could transfigure, be transparent with Peter, James and John. Mm -hmm. One of those staffers he loves. Interesting, because he asked Peter, do you love me? He never says that he loves Peter. Now, we know that he loves him because he's God and God's right, love. Right. But 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 there's a point there because only John is described as the one that the master loves. Sure. OK, which means only John got that seat. And what did John get as a result of that? He got a revelation of Jesus, the book of Revelation, literally, mm -hmm. that nobody else got. Correct. So, so the question becomes: Who's your one? Who's your three? Who's your nine? One, three, That's and the question. nine. Wait a minute. One, three, and nine. Now, where does those numbers come from? 
Great question. Uh, did I right? Hold on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You want? Yeah. I did. I did. I did. Okay. Okay. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. You, you, ain't you ain't so, slipping. So, Let's go. <laughs> so, right. You know. You know. Your one. Your one. Your one is John. Who's the one that gets the revelation of you that no one else gets? Who's the one that you can tell stuff you wouldn't tell nobody else to, and not be concerned of how they'll view you? That's good. That's good. And you only. And, and notice, if only God had one of those. Whatever people tell me they got five and ten of those, I'm like, yeah, four of those are a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Nine of those are lies. Jesus had one. Right. All right. So, so that's not to say a person can't have more than one, but it's just to say, you know, that's probably unlikely that you're going to have that many people in your life to get that revelation. So one is your John. This is the beloved one. This is the one, you know, the connection is, is <clears throat> it is deeper than soul. Mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. It's a spiritual connection. Y'all can pick one another up in the spirit. <clears throat> you know, you can say, you know, you good? You know, I can hear it in your voice. You right, know, I, right. Yeah, I know your routine. I, I can tell what's going on. You know, that that's your John. You're Peter, James, and John. So your John is part of that three. Your wow, three. That's good. Um, so, so your Peter, James, and John, these are ones that you take to you places you can't take anybody else. So Jesus, when he was in one of his most defining moments, he's in the Garden of Gethsemane praying. He takes them with him. He doesn't take everybody because everybody can't see him weak like that. Come on here. Everybody can't see him. He's literally crying and, and sweating drops of blood. Excuse me, not crying, but he's sweating drops of blood. Um, he's in a weakened state. He's aggravated. He's irritable, right? Because he gets mad at them. Couldn't y'all ninjas pay with me for an hour? Right? Everybody can't handle the you that isn't polished. Come on. Mm. Right? Yeah. Everybody doesn't know how to deal with the you that 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 maybe is not always on. Okay. Um, so you have your Peter James in your job. They get a transfiguration. You can be transparent with them. John's part of that, but John still gets more than everybody else does. Um, then you have your nine. Your nine are the remaining of uh, those that were around Jesus. And this is where you have people like Thomas is a part of the nine. Now, although Thomas was around Jesus, Thomas was not trusted to be part of the one or the three. Mm. Why? Thomas was a doubter. Remember when Jesus came back and Jesus as after he resurrected and Thomas was like, I ain't going to believe in us. I can put my hole in the, my hand, my finger in the hole in his body. That's the only way I'm going to believe is him. Right. right. So Jesus knew that. Now pay attention. He kept them around. He just didn't let them have close access because watch me, Thomas, you serve a purpose, but I can't have doubters that are that close to me because every time I release something, you're going to kill it. Wow. That's good. Okay. Let's use one more example. Matthew, Matthew, you're a tax collector. All right. That means you pay attention to stuff. You know how to count stuff. You know how to make stuff happen. So you, 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 I need you around, but you're not going to be, you're not going to be in my three or in my one. Why? Because as a tax collector, um, you often are looking for what benefits you. Cause that was the, that was what they did in those days yeah. as a tax collector. I need people around me who the benefit is not just for what they get out of me, but the benefit is mutual. So, Matthew, I, I like what you do. It's just I'm not pulling. I'm not going to be transparent in front of you because you may try to look at how you can mobilize that for your own benefit. Right. Like, there's a whole revelation there. Right. It but is. The, to your point. Yes. Let new people in. But you just have to decide where they go. You just have to decide where you're going to seat them. 
Um, because a lot of people, especially as you begin to succeed, they real they will want to ride your success. So their attachment isn't really to you, it's to your success. You have to be okay with that. You just have to know that. You just have to know that. That's good. Wow. Man, look. Well, man, you've given us some awesome information for us to go into 23 without having the baggage and the residue of relationships that failed in 22 that did not work or catch this even manifested its true self in 22 because it was such a weird year. Yep. That's awesome. What, in closing, Bishop, what do you see on the horizon for 23? What type of year? Jub- what 23? Jubilee. 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 Break that down to the people who don't Three know. things Jubilee means. Three things Jubilee means. Restoration. That's when God... Restoration. A lot of Christians, when they say restoration, they think it means getting something back. That's not restoration. Restoration biblically means you're getting something back better than it was when it was taken or it left your life or exited your life. A car that gets restored is going to be given back to you better than the way it was. So when God brings something back to you or gives you something back or gives you another opportunity, it will be better than the previous. That's that's 23. For 23, every shot you thought you missed, you're going to have a better shot in 23. For every person that you thought you lost, you're going to have better people in 23. For every emotional battle that you felt like you didn't succeed at, oh, it'll be better in 23. That's restoration. Emancipation is the second meaning of Jubilee, meaning freedom. Freedom specifically from restrictions. So in 23, everybody needs to practice this word. I have options. This phrase, I have options. I can do this or do that because money's not my issue. Resources aren't my issue. People aren't my issue. I have options. Emancipation means you're free from restriction. And then finally, celebration. Celebration of what? Wins. In 23, I need you to have you a party outfit on standby. Because in 23, <laughs> you will, I mean, just have ha- that junk ready to go it, on standby yeah. because you will be celebrating. And the Lord did it again. And he did it again. And he did it again. And he did it again. That's Jubilee. And that's 2023. Mm, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it has been an amazing year with you. And I want to invite you to the soultimesmovement.com sign up for vip access that is the only place that you get this weekly wisdom from the soul ties podcast and i'm introducing and rolling out several new shows that is only going to be available on my vip access so make sure you visit the soultimesmovement.com and sign up for the vip access it's only ten dollars it's cheaper than netflix it's cheaper than any other online service that you're getting for entertainment because here you get edutainment. You get educated spiritually as well with entertainment as well. You can't beat that. And you are sowing into ministry a kingdom cause, which always blesses your life because Netflix ain't blessing you back. All right. That is. <laughs> this and, is. And where's the lie? 
And where's the lie? No lies detected in that one. This is the Love of Life coach, Dale Lawrence, and that is the People's Bishop, Bishop Kevin Foreman, saying peace and love, y'all, and we will see y'all in the year of Jubilee. Happy New Year. That's good. God bless. Holla. Thank you for listening. We would like to bless you with the Soul Ties Stimulus Package, which includes the Detox ebook, message, and exclusive podcast episode. Text Soul Ties, S O U L T I E S, to 888 756 8681.